Welcome to the baddest podcast in the galaxy. We'll figure it out. The baddest. The Wait, what number is this? 102? 102, yeah. Welcome to episode, you know... We, we, we recorded over a hundred episodes before we decided to have guests. Yeah, and that day is today? Not the day you're listening to this, I'll tell you that. No, that's probably Sunday night or Monday morning. You know old people say D instead yeah, of D. Yeah, and they say restaurant. Yeah, and they say measure. <laughs> Could you measure the treasure? Who do we have? Anyway, that's the show for you. <laughs> have, a, have a great week, everybody. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, long-time listeners of the show may be able to guess the guests that we have. No, it's not Adel Rafai. Not yet. The dude keeps going on vacation. Uh, but I will get him in here eventually. So uh, not not him, but the other guests that we talk about having. Uh, we, we would like to throw out a, a warm uh, Trailer Blazers welcome to the hosts of the Seeing Double podcast, uh, Stephanie Kretz and Bradford Barth. Say hello, guys. Hello, guys. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> the the honorary dumb dudes and what did we decide? Dumb doll, dumb dame. Uh, the dumb, the dumb dame. Dumb dame. Dumb dame. <laughs> dumb Welcome gal, to the, whoever. the trailer blazures. Uh, just a little us. a little background on Steph and Brad. Uh, Brad has a generic job that no one quite knows exactly what <laughs> exactly. is. <laughs> he's a transponster. Yeah, he's a transponster. And Steph is a fishmonger on the markets down uh, by Lake Michigan. She sells fish that were just caught daily fish uh, in the if, from the sea. If you have coin, I have fish. A fresh Wait, fish. Fish, fish I from... You're like a, Fish from the sea in Chicago? Yeah, okay. yeah it's fresh. <laughs> and she and she I imagine you have it like a like a Scandinavian accent as you toss them about. Of course, of course. Do you walk around singing like cockles and mussels alive, alive oh <laughs> Yes, lots of shanties, you know, that's how you draw the people in, so mm. <laughs> Well, this is a, a podcast about movie trailers, as you've no doubt guessed from that introduction. Uh, so I would like to talk to you guys first about the our episode one thing that we did, which is what is... Do you have a favorite trailer of all time? Who? Uh, Steph, I'm, I'm going to throw it to you first, okay. Stephanie. Okay, fine. Uh, so I don't know about all time, but the one that stuck in my mind when you asked this question was actually the star wars episode 9 trailer because it was really well done does not reflect the movie but (laughs) experience however the actual trailer was so cool like with the music beats when she like flips over the the whatever kylo's ship i can't remember the name of it at the moment it's a tie fighter thank you (laughs) when she flips over the ship i don't know just all the cues in that are just so good and just got you super hyped and then you see the movie and you're less hyped but you know (laughs) and brad how about you i would have to say my first love for a trailer that got me super hyped was jurassic park oh that's a good one that's a good one as i think of like trailers that really gripped me nothing gripped me like jurassic park yeah that's a that's a good you, you never see the dinosaurs only the dinosaur feet yep that's true even talking about the Jurassic Park trailer makes me want to go watch Jurassic Park. I can hear the music from the trailer in my head. Uh-huh. Oh, that's so good. 
Does it end with the little uh, whatever flute? <laughs> the panda. <Yeah. laughs> I did. I did think. Oh, I did good. think about that like recorder version that you see on like yep. <laughs> stupid videos. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Throw a of that in here, Nick. No, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, back back in episode one, we talked about our favorites. Mine was Day of the Triffids. It's a sci-fi movie from the 60s. I love that movie. I'm the only other person that knows about that movie. Yeah. The pilot, <laughs> is he blind too? <laughs> what did I say mine was? I can't remember. I know you talked about Man of Steel yeah. for one of them. Yeah. Like the, the third the, trailer for Man it. of Steel was like really specific. Yeah, it was, yeah, that's it. Was it the teaser trailer for Man of Steel where he was just flying straight up in the air breaking the sound barrier i believe so it was either, it was either that or superman returns it was one of the newer superman movies that one also sticks in my head as a trailer that, that i think it was the teasery trailer and i'm like oh i'm going to see this movie and there was mm-hmm. nothing there to be had other than him breaking the sound barrier boy that yep. superman returns was need. a real bugger yep yeah <laughs> that was the one yeah. where it was like a sequel to the christopher reeve ones and it's like wait what i never, i haven't seen any of those it's okay he's adam now on uh what's the show legends, legends of yeah tomorrow. Of, tomorrow. Yeah. of the hidden temple <laughs> legends of the hidden temple of tomorrow well speaking of tomorrow what did you guys watch this week this week featuring more people talking about their tv habits are you starting? You have to. You have to. Direct There's so it. many of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know who to uh, go. There is a, an outline that I provided that has yeah. an, a, an actual order, and we're going to follow the okay, order. Okay, we're Stephanie. going to follow the order. Okay. Well, okay. Well, then Ben yeah. goes first. Uh, I, so I watched Dune on uh, HBO Max. God, it is a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. Yes. Uh, yes. It is so good. I mean, oh my gosh, it's just so good. And I and I'm watching it on my new TV. I didn't tell you this, Nick. I got a new TV. You yeah, did. so the TV that I have been waiting to go on sale for Black Friday f- at Costco finally did. Uh, it is an LG TV, native 120 hertz. It is 86 inches. Ooh, it is holy cow! That's what we want. It's get obnoxious. Here. It's obnoxious, but it's super affordable. It, you know, for an 86 inch TV. You know, we had this dream like a decade ago, where it's like, man, one day I'm gonna have a TV over 80 inches, and it like it's not gonna be like 10 grand. Well, it's not ten grand. It's actually cheaper than an OLED TV. Um, That's what I yeah, got. I know you got. So this is the LG AI ThinQ line. Um, it's really nice, mm. though, for what it is. You know, it's not. It's. I'd watch it. I'd. I wouldn't scoff at an eighty-six inch. It's pretty no. dope. Watching Dune on that has been really good. Um, also, do you know what I watched? I watched Gaia. You remember how we were trying to? We were waiting on that Gaia movie. Yeah, to come out? I'm. I'm dying to hear about okay. this. <laughs> if you've seen Annihilation, this movie will be a big old disappointment. Oh no! It is it is uh, annihilation. It is not. It is um, it is an ecological horror movie with some horror movie tropes. It is not all that interesting. It's not all that good. I don't recommend it. Um, if you're just like really into like horror movies, maybe you, maybe you'll like. It. I just didn't really dig it, so I'm not gonna. I would say probably you could skip it. Uh, mm. I started watching Avengers, the the original uh, Avengers. Um, just because I wanted to see it on my big TV. I didn't finish it. I just started watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this guys, this show Arcane on Netflix. Have y'all seen this Arcane show? Oh yeah. Oh my god, Brad. So is good. the animation not like it's it is the best animation I've seen since Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Agreed. Is this the League of Legends yes. show? I, I okay. don't know any listen, I don't know anything about League of Legends. I don't know yeah. anything. I've never played it. I don't know the characters. I recognize the girl with the blue hair. Uh mm-hmm. I, it doesn't matter if you if you know anything about it or not. This show I've only watched the first episode and it hooked me from the first five minutes. It's excellent. I will be watching that though. Oh, it is excellent. Yeah. I mean, I love KDA, which is the pop band. I do much. love KDA. <laughs> I will say that too. Yeah, I love KDA. But I'd say this is absolute recommendation. You have to see this. Awesome. Yeah. Haley Steinfeld's a voice in that, isn't she? I was just going to say that, so it must yeah. be true. Yeah. <laughs> um, I started watching The Harder They Fall, that cool Western that we wanted to see with Idris Elba. Yeah. Um, I came for the Zazzy Beats. I left because it was Boarsville. Uh, it was, mm. but what, what about Zazzy? Guys, Zazzy Beats, um, they don't make them prettier. No. They really don't. We love Zazzy on we this We love podcast. Zazzy. She's a knockout, but even she can't save this. Uh, I just, I quit. I, so they just wasted all that talent they had in that movie? They really did. Because what's his name, too? Um, King the Conqueror? Oh, yeah, Jonathan Majors. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Mm-hmm. I just didn't dig it. I don't know. I just didn't really like the script. The the pacing was weird. I, I just didn't dig it. That's probably why it's on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I watched. All I watched was Doctor Who because I've been watching Dog all week. And uh, he's still very little and very bitey. So you have to kind of follow him around. Uh, so, yeah, Doctor Who new season started. I watched that. Pretty much nothing else. Uh Besides Seinfeld on Netflix while we eat. <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> yep. What about you, Steph? Um, well, I've been off this week because I'm in between my old job and new job starting next week. So I, whenever it gets cold, I like to watch anime. Like That's like my thing in the winter. <laughs> so I like to watch new anime that I've never seen. And the first one I picked was called Erased, which is like this, it's like a 12-episode thing about this it's like a serial killer drama basically about this boy who some, some things happen and then he has this power where he can reverse time. So he's trying to like go back and like change and find the killer and fix what happened in the future, et cetera, et cetera. It was really good. Made me cry. I highly recommend it. There's also a live action version that I also discovered on Netflix. So if you prefer a live action over anime, it looked exactly like scene for scene from what I saw. Um, and then I watched this other anime, which I just finished this morning called Violet Evergarden, which is like very beautiful. Like the, the animation was so pretty and it's about like this girl who's basically like a robot person, (laughs) but she's like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. She's in love with this soldier guy. The soldier guy is missing in action. She has to find her way without him. Violet Evergarden sounds like the name of a Riverdale character. (laughs) Sounds like the name of a it 90s does. band. <laughs> that too. I call it uh, post-war Chobits because if if any anime nerds like me watch Chobits, that's kind of what it is. Isn't Chobit the one IGN girl? Jessica, that that's was Jessica Chobot. <laughs> and she real she's pretty, isn't she? Like, yeah, yeah. I think I follow her on Instagram. Sounds, yeah, Jessica. She's pretty yeah. famous in the nerd world. Sure. <laughs> 
what else? Uh, oh yeah, just Great British Bake Off because it's in the middle of the latest season because they air every new episodes every Friday. Is that on the Netflix, one with Noel so. Fielding? Yes. Okay. And there's this guy on it this season called Jürgen who is the most adorable German man ever. And he has the thickest German accent and he's just so precious and I hope he wins it Does all. he make a good sponge? <laughs> He makes a good everything. I need a. I need some Jurgens. <laughs> it's getting dry. Cold. I need some Jurgens for my knuckles. Good one, Dad. <laughs> well, how about you, Brad? I watched Arcane, but we already oh, covered yeah. that, and it is it's amazing. And as a person who's played League of Legends, I find myself spending way too much try, time trying to figure out what characters become what characters in the game. Ah. So yeah. that's been my struggle. Uh, and then I, like, this week took a trip down History Lane. I watched Day After Tomorrow. I love that movie. I watched Romeo Must Die. Jet Li. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, I'm gonna say I watched The Matrix, but really it was just my white noise for last night, because <laughs> I was out by the time Neo took the pill. So. <laughs> Does that affect your dreams? Maybe. Yeah, did you go into the Matrix? I don't know. <laughs> what a weird movie to fall asleep to. Yeah, yeah. Like, did you eat cheese while you ate it or while you watched it? Because it, like cheese is supposed to give you like weird dreams. No, I did not. <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> I just Melatonin gives me weird it's dreams. It's a movie it? I've seen 900 million times, so it's a movie I can go to sleep to. Just like yeah. I can fall asleep to uh, Braveheart before the kid even walks into the room with the hanging bodies. And that's like right at the beginning of the movie. Or Serenity before the end of the opening line. I'm out. <laughs> uh, Steph and I used to, in college, both individually without knowing each other, watch Lost in Translation to go to sleep, and that's why yeah. we're best friends. Nice. Because yep. <laughs> it's like so even tempo, the whole movie. You can just... it's There's no like surprise loudness, and it's just nice to fall asleep to. <laughs> hmm. It's good. It's a good movie. Well, that's what we done watched this week. Uh, you got a little more bang for your buck, everyone listening. All of our regular 60s of subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> a regular 60. Woo! Yeah, we got we got 65 regulars. Uh, about 12 of you I know by name. So shout out to <laughs> so those. So really. <laughs> yeah, shout out to those quiet 45. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got we got a next segment here, Ben. What's that one? Uh, this is all that here new news. This is the Dumb Dudes News Network. All right, so our first bit of news here is uh, good news for me. My favorite science fiction book series is called Hyperion. It's called the Hyperion Cantos. There's four books. Uh, by Dan Simmons, and Bradley Cooper has had the rights to this movie himself personally for the past 12 years, and he wouldn't do anything with it because he he never believed in anyone's intentions to do it justice. And I guess he now has found people he he trusts to make these movies or a series of Hyperion. So Bradley Cooper has put his Hyperion movie adaptation uh, into production so they're actually going to try and make hyperion hyperion is a very very weird sci-fi movie but i feel like it's really strong at predicting the future because it's so weird and technology evolves 
in a way that is not intuitive. So it seems to me to be more realistic because no one's using like tech that will be outdated in a year, you know. But it's really strange. It's a really weird series. Uh, heavily influenced Mass Effect. Like mass relays yeah. and stuff are basically from Hyperion. Uh, there's references all over Mass Effect to Hyperion. He used to list them out to me as we played. Yeah, like the Shrike <laughs> Nebula and all this stuff. The Geth are basically... Uh, the, oh, the Quarians are basically from Hyperion. Uh, the yeah. Ousters, they're called Ousters in Hyperion. They gotta be in suits because they got weak immune systems. Yep, and they've lived in space forever, so they're all stretched out and mm-hmm. weird looking. It's cool. It's a good, good book series, so it should be good movies and or TV series. And then my only other bit of news here is the people who own the Hellboy rights are talking about making a Hellboy TV series, and this is very, very preliminary. Uh, I hope that it will be animated and not live action. That was going to be my next question, yeah. Yeah, it should be animated. This is the most specific Nick news. It really is. (laughs) Nick news! That's what you get when Nick curates the news. (laughs) (laughs) So those are the things that interest me, Nick, personally, uh, that have happened in entertainment this week. I had I had news that follow up from my previous segment that I had on your guys' show. Oh, let's hear about it. <laughs> so you know how I did the the Stone Ocean trailer, like little tidbit for you guys. Well, the other day they had a Netflix Japan event, and so they released that, or they shared that the blah, 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 it's coming out December first, and they're going to launch twelve episodes at once. So there you go. I don't know when the next set are going to be, but. It's probably going to be like 48 episodes total. So, And you're going to watch them all at once. Most likely. <laughs> Speaking of news, did you guys see the new Spider-Man No Way Home poster? I did. It's, like, take, it's got like a cool. green goblin on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> He's going to get Defoe. <laughs> <laughs> all I can think is we might get new Willem Dafoe green goblin lines. Ooh. Thank goodness. Uh, I need. It's what we deserve. It is. It is. <laughs> I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I needed that one. All right. I started this company. You can't do <laughs> this to me. You know how much I sacrifice. <laughs> Eventually, some lunatic comes along with a sadistic choice. I can't to quote Willa Dafoe. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the podcast. I can't stop. I can't quite place your yeah. mix though. It's like. William Defoe mixed with something else, and I'm not sure what that something else is. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey as Green Goblin. <laughs> that's so. I can't wear this suit. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> um. Hey, should we? Uh, should we play a game? I think we should inflict a game on these two guests. Oh boy. Uh, this game is called IMD BS. So, you BS a BSer. Good for you. I hope you feel good about yourself. Yeah, and it's called IMD BS because we're going to BS you. There are three trivia bits. Two of them are pure, beautiful truth. One is a filthy, evil lie. And you guys are tasked to guess the lie. Now... We could do this two ways. Do you guys want to be a team and make one guess as a team? Or do you want to trade off? Let's trade off. Okay. All right. So uh, we will 
I we could go me me do one, Ben do one, back and forth, and then you guys can trade off answers. Uh, me me gonna do six because <laughs> my children are needy, and I was only able to do six in time for this recording. That's fine. I have eight, so I'll just do extra ones. Okay. Uh, and as a special joke that I sort of hinted at in our chat, all of mine are based on episodes of seeing double podcast movies. <laughs> <laughs> several, well, this I should be that, a cakewalk. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Several of mine do have elements of doubles in them, and that was unintentional. Hmm. Mine was intentional. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to start this. I'm going to start rolling with this. Go for it. The first title is Multiplicity. 1996. Trivia A. Michael Keaton doesn't wear a wedding ring throughout the entire movie to prevent continuity errors. Trivia B. The construction project that Doug is working on is called Vista de Nada, which is Spanish for view of nothing. Trivia C. Michael Keaton signed onto the film specifically to work for Harold Ramis. I'm giving this one to Brad because he loves that movie. <laughs> okay, Brad, which is the pure truth hmm. and which is the, the bald-faced lie? Is it bald-faced or bold-faced? I think it's bold. I think it's... Is it, bal- is it bald-faced, like you said? I was going to say bald. <laughs> I thought bald because bald people are known to be liars. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. That's I'm racist. Just joking. <laughs> George Costanza is a liar. God. You know, it's been like two years since I've watched this, since when we did that episode. <laughs> it's actually bare-faced. Bare-faced. We're all wow. wrong. I'm not, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say bold-faced lie. Bald-faced bold, lie. Bold-faced is now the considered... My bare-face is in storage, so I can't... Uh, <laughs> I can't pull it out. Um, you know what? I'm going to say it's... I'm going to say it's A, because I think I remember seeing him wearing a wedding ring. Brad, I have BS to oh! <laughs> You're wrong. The, the, the lie is that Michael Keaton signed on specifically to work for Harold Ramis. While that was probably a plus, it was just made up from my brain. Wow. Nice. I remember, I feel like I remember that fun fact of the wedding ring. But It was a fun fact in your episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a while. Uh, fun fact. <laughs> All right, so the second movie here is going to be a- um, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Mm. Not a favorite amongst uh, Marvel fans. I, lo- I like. I like it. it. <laughs> I like it. We love it here. Yeah, yeah. We do. Um, all right. So during filming, uh, I'm sorry. Trivia A. During the filming of some scenes, James Spader donned an Ultron helmet for motion capture as he said it helped him put, uh, get put in the mindset of a human-like robot. Trivia B. To help hide ScarJo's pregnancy during filming, three stunt doubles were hired, and they looked very much like her. Trivia C. Aaron Taylor Johnson was asked to lose weight muscle mass in in particular because he looked too strong to portray a runner Mm. i'm gonna say trivia a is the bs it is the bs very nice very good (laughs) that is correct because i knew the scarlet one i know i knew you knew that i threw that one in there for (laughs) you and i had a feeling i feel like i remember that 
Aaron Taylor Johnson was pretty jacked in Godzilla, so. He was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Good job. I never get Ben's. Uh, <laughs> the second movie here. That was here, a gimme yeah. for me. <laughs> this one wasn't a Seeing Double episode, but it is a, it has doubles in it, and it's one that I was going to suggest to you guys. So this is a suggestion for an episode, and also the next movie is Zombieland Double Tap, 2019. Trivia A. The story that Tallahassee tells in the hotel about his Elvis impersonation is the true story of how Woody Harrelson got into acting. Trivia B. Jesse Eisenberg's doppelganger was originally supposed to be Michael Sarah, but he was filming Twin Peaks at the time, and so it went to Thomas Middleditch. Trivia C. All four leads have been nominated for Best Actor slash Actress, but only Emma Stone has won. Is this me? This is you. <laughs> uh, can I have them again? Yes. The story that Tallahassee tells in the hotel about his Elvis impersonation is the true story of how Woody Harrelson got into acting. B. Jesse Eisenberg's doppelganger was originally supposed to be Michael Sarah, but he was filming Twin Peaks at the time, and so it went to Thomas Middleditch. And C. All four leads have been nominated for Best Actor, Actress, but only Emma Stone has won. I think I'm going to go with Trivia B is the BS. That is correct. Brad, you have found the BS. Nice. <laughs> Good job. Uh, it was always meant to be Thomas Middleditch. I just wanted to talk about Twin Peaks. <laughs> so I made that up. Much appreciated. Also, Michael Sarah could easily have been his doppelganger. Very true. Uh, by the way, Nick, I was very close to picking Zombieland as one of my movies. <laughs> was it because it was the suggested watching this week on the IMDb app? Because that's where I got it uh, from. <laughs> no, I just picked movies from 2009, 10, and 11. So I just, it was just one of there those. Yeah. All right, so third movie here is going to be Never Ending Story from 1984, 7. I can't remember. Is it 1984? Uh, I usually know this, but now I'm confused. I think it's 86. Oh, we were, I was all, yeah, okay. All right, so trivia A, the makeup team on the movie tried to paint Noah Hathaway green just as Atreyu is in the book. Uh, But it didn't work, obviously. Uh, Trivia B, Noah Hathaway was hurt twice during the making of the movie. He was thrown off his horse, which then stepped on him. And in the Swamp of Sadness uh, scene, his leg got caught on the elevator and he was pulled underwater. And he was unconscious by the time he was brought to the surface. Uh, Trivia C, Falcor's appearance was based on the director Wolfgang Peterson's dog at the time. Mm. I'm going to go with A again. A is actually true. Wrong, 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 wrong. Mm. Uh, Noah Hathaway said it looked like fungus. Uh, <laughs> 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 he said it looked terrible. Uh, the the uh, the BS is trivia C, the okay. bit about his, the uh, director's dog. Yeah. And the year was 1984. Uh, well, okay. 84. Uh, you were right. Um, so yeah. Falcor was based on a Chinese myth dragon. Ain't no Pokemon. That's not a Pokemon. That's, that's a, a Pokemon. that's a Chinese myth dragon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Our next movie isn't a movie at all, but a series. Battlestar Galactica reboot, two thousand four to two thousand nine. With the nanobots, don't forget about that part. <laughs> I almost put that as one, but I I, I didn't. <laughs> Trivia A. 
Baltar had no first name in the original series. Ronald D. Moore named him Gaius after the Roman god of wine. Trivia B. The phrase, so say we all, which is used as a ceremonial affirmation in the series, was ad-libbed by Edward James Almos in a speech given by Adama in the miniseries. Trivia C. The term skin job, used to describe any of the humanoid Cylon models, is a reference to the movie Blade Runner, in which Edward James Almos also starred. I thought he was in Blade Runner. He is. Oh, oh starred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um... Well, I am unfortunately old enough to have seen the original Battlestar Galactica. And I don't recall Baltar ever actually having a first name in the original horrible series. And I think that's the BS. That is correct. You're correct. He he has no name in the first series. It's just Baltar. I was, was going to go with that yeah. one too, Brad. Also, uh, the thing I said about the Roman god of wine, that's not even the Roman god of wine. <laughs> <laughs> well, if only I knew Gaius, the Yeah, Gaius comes because that was Caligula's name. So, And he's he's a, a lech. He is a lech. Is a lech different than a lich? Uh, uh, you could be a lecherous lich. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, the third movie here is going to be Annihilation, one of my favorite movies ever. I love that movie. I love it, too. Trivia A, the dance between Lena and her alien double was choreographed by Bobby Jean Smith, an American choreographer and dancer. And it's one of the greatest scenes ever filmed, I, in my opinion. It's one of the weirdest, uh, like, uncanny valley scenes I've ever seen. Uh, my, my jaw was on the floor. <laughs> and that's not trivia. That's true. Uh, uh, trivia B, the actors were not shown the bear puppet before filming and were genuinely appalled by the appearance during the first takes of filming those scenes. And some of the takes actually made it into the movie. And trivia C, director Alex Garland decided not to reread the novel Annihilation. Instead, he decided to adapt it like a dream of the book. I am going to go with B. B is the lie. Well done. (laughs) As every time we talk about this movie, I must quote the great Adel Rafai and say, there's life before the Annihilation Bear and life (laughs) after the Annihilation Bear. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Alex Garland, you know, he I consider him one of the best directors of our time, and I really like that he didn't reread that book because the books are... I feel like I remember reading that. Not yeah. good. Uh, the movie is so much better. Y'all watch mm-hmm. Devs? No. Not yet. Oh. Ooh. Y'all, it's watch so Devs. It's so good. Right. If, you're, if you're interested in determinism okay. and philosophy, you should watch it. Tremendous, okay. tremendous series. On, it's on Hulu. A okay. quick watch. All right. Our next movie is Adaptation 2002, one of my favorite movies of all time, and an episode of Seeing Double Podcast that I recommended. (laughs) Trivia A. Nicolas Cage has said that during filming of this movie, he ignored all of his acting instincts and played the part of Charlie Kaufman exactly as director Spike Jones asked him to. Uh, he, He then received an Academy Award nomination for it. Trivia B. The real Susan Orlean once replied to me, Nick Kelly, on Twitter when I was talking about how cool she was for letting them make her so weird in this movie. Trivia C. 
Charlie Kaufman's real-life twin brother was included in the Oscar nomination for Best Screenplay because he was billed as such for the movie's marketing, despite having not actually contributed to the writing. (laughs) Uh, Hey, Steph, do you want to take this one since this is, like, your favorite movie, too? (laughs) It's not my favorite movie. I thought you liked it. But I think I know know which one it is, though. (laughs) (laughs) You guys can confer if you would like. I kind of want to believe he got the I know tweet. Th- I, know, I know he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it. Then, I, then I'm going to... I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to go with... Trivia... A? Wrong, 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 wrong. Oh, Brad, you're wrong. Oh. Charlie Kaufman doesn't have a real-life twin brother. Uh, he was made up. Donald Donald Kaufman was made up for the movie, but he was still nominated for an Oscar because he's still listed in the in the credits of the movie as co-writing it. Okay. But he's a fictional person. Okay. I think we talked about that, too. Yep, yep. <laughs> There's been a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> I also just wanted to brag that I was tweeting with Susan Orlean about course, this movie. Of course, of course. When I used Twitter back in the day. Brad has no memory of this place. <laughs> no, you have none. <laughs> All right. There, the, uh, the next movie here is one of uh, Nick's favorite movies, Avatar. Oh, great. <laughs> All right. Trivia A. Zoe Saldana said that she watched several hours of cat videos on YouTube to nail down cat-like <laughs> movements for her character, Neytiri. Trivia B, at the time of auditioning, Sam Worthington was living in his car. And Trivia C, despite understanding the Na'vi are not placental mammals, James Cameron insisted from the start that, that Neytiri should have boobs so as, so as to look hot from a human's point of view. <laughs> I've never seen Avatar. Honestly. Have you not? <laughs> I, I like it. I escaped. <laughs> I've seen parts of it. I think at some. I think it was on against my will at someone's house. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the only times I've ever wanted to leave a movie. Oh wow. Um, that being said, uh, man, I'm, I guess C. <laughs> C is actually true. You're wrong. Can you believe that? <laughs> I was wow. hoping. I wanted deeply for C to be the lie. Yeah, no, it is true. <laughs> Unfortunately true. Uh, the lie was A. Zoe Saldana does uh, not waste her I time. I wanted that to be yeah. true. <laughs> she does not watch the YouTubes like that. <laughs> well, the next movie was a waste of, of Steph and Brad's time when they covered it as an episode. This is Gemini Man 2019. Oh, God. <laughs> Y'all had to watch right. that? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's, we did. That's the best episodes of Seeing Double Podcast are when they don't like the thing they yeah, watched. Those are the so funniest. That one is one <laughs> I highly recommend to those listening to us. Uh, all right, trivia A. From 2003 to 2010, Nicolas Cage was attached to the project. It was finally due to go into production in 2008, but Nicolas Cage convinced Jerry Bruckheimer to work on The Sorcerer's Apprentice instead. Trivia B. Uh, I don't have to be Nicolas Cage anymore. Uh, <laughs> Ang Lee was inspired by Peter Jackson's Hobbit trilogy to play with the frame rate of the movie despite the negative reaction to that experiment received for those films. In Trivia C, 
The second trailer released for the movie features the song Icon by Jaden Smith, Will Smith's son. Wow. So we we got Nicolas Cage, uh, we got Ang Lee inspired by The Hobbit, and we got Jaden Smith's song in the trailer. I don't even... I'm just going to shoot in the dark and say Trivia B. That is correct. Well, your shot rang true, Brad. That one was a lie. Yes. Uh, Ang Lee had already done weird frame rate movies before this, uh, so that was old hat to him. I just remember the Tatiana Maslany fact from that, where she was potentially going to be in <laughs> she lost the role to uh mary elizabeth winstead thank goodness what do you think's worse after earth or gemini man i haven't seen either i haven't either i haven't seen after <laughs> earth so i don't know what do you think that one's Shyamalan, so i think after earth is worse <laughs> i haven't seen after earth it's Shyamalan, though yeah. oh yeah now is it worse because Shyamalan? gives you the obvious answer and you feel stupid for not catching it from the get-go or is it the worst for another reason it's worse because he's a terrible filmmaker <laughs> <laughs> and also what's the, what's his kid's name J- uh jaden yeah mm-hmm. yeah that probably just because of him too <laughs> that kid's whack is he good or he's is so he weird. whack he's whack like technology <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next movie that we've got here is going to be Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Trivia A. New, new. New, new. Trivia A. The stunt doubles of Lucas Lee are the actual stunt doubles for actor Chris Evans. Trivia B. The KO sound effect played when Scott defeats Matthew Patel and Gideon Graves is from Sega's Virtua Fighter series. And Trivia C, Johnny Simmons, who played young Neil, is actually older than all the actors in Scott's band, Sex Babom. New, new. New, new. <laughs> I had to throw a young Neil one in there, you know. Yeah, I know. Oh, hmm. It's been so long since I saw this movie. It holds up, by the way. Uh, it's so I know, good. It's so good. Let's see. I feel like the marvel people bring their stunt doubles with them everywhere so i feel like that one is true um i'm gonna say c is it is that is correct (laughs) yeah well done that was my guess too (laughs) so so young neil the guy johnny simmons is actually older than michael Sarah. Uh, but he's not older than girl that was in Devs. Uh, Allison Pill. Yeah, that's it. She yep. she's actually older than him uh, by a year. Y'all should watch Devs. Should watch Devs. I'll put it on the list. The next the next movie is another series. I don't think that you guys will be super familiar with this one on your podcast. It's called Orphan Black. Oh boy, <laughs> never heard of it. Is it good? I I liked it. It starred Tatiana Maslany or someone. Uh, Anyway, trivia A. All of the episode's titles in season one are the names of chapters in Charles Darwin's On the Origin of Species. Trivia B. All of the episode titles for season three come from George Washington's Farewell Address. Trivia C. The titles for epi- <laughs> the titles for episodes of season five come from the poem "Protest" by American poet and author Ella Wheeler Wilcox. These are specific. I had to. I had to. Because <laughs> you would have gotten them. I think it's just going to have to be B. 
is the BS. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that is correct. You should have picked. I'm sorry for such a strong reaction that gave it away. <laughs> no, just his choice for trying to fool us was a bad one. Well, George Washington's farewell. So actually, the season three ones were from uh, I, I, or from Eisenhower's farewell address. So it's not oh, that, it's not oh. that weird. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. So it was from Dwight D. Eisenhower's farewell address, where he was talking. He was warning of the military-industrial complex. What season are we in right now? We are. I don't think you I've haven't had, had that, that fun yet. fact. No. Mm-mm. Well, I'm just a little more we'll probably... in tune with Orphan Black <laughs> oh, than you clearly. are. Clearly, we'll probably have it for episode ten, I assume. But that makes sense given all the military esque titles. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Ben, do you have any more? I do. I have one more, and it's going to be from the movie Real Steel. Which we referenced last episode or the episode before that, I can't remember. Yep. Uh, all right, trivia A much of the robot boxing fights were motion captured using professional boxers, and it was supervised by Sugar Ray Leonard. Uh, trivia B Zeus, the main robot in the movie, was loosely modeled after a 1930s Rock'em Sock'em robot design that was only featured in concept ads fighting Jack Dempsey. And Trivia C, each of the robots were built both in real life and CGI. For certain shots with animatronics, they were controlled by more than 20 puppeteers. Hmm. Is this the one with Hugh Jackman? Mm -hmm. Yep. And Eve Lilly. Right. Okay. Brennan was watching this like a year ago. I'm like, I'm trying to remember it. It was like on in the It's got a lot of heart. You're like... You're like when I when I walked through the room was was part of the robot CGI and part was part was Sugar Ray Leonard. I'm gonna say I feel like I feel like motion capture and CGI are uh, cancel each other out. But so I'm gonna say A is the lie. A is true. Wrong, 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 wrong. It's Sugar C, Ray isn't Leonard it? really did help out with that. Is it C? <laughs> It's C. C is also true. Oh, really? Yeah, the 1930s thing with Jack Dempsey. I made that one up. Wow. That was a good one. But I should have known you and your old timey. Ah, uh, yeah. See, I uh, <laughs> was there in the 1930s. <laughs> and, um, but actually, Rock'em Sock'em Robots did come out in the 1930s. The first version, the first iteration of it. You want to know what came out in 1997? It's the movie Face Off with Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Trivia A. The slash in the title was the result of a typo on the script treatment that went unnoticed and was not pointed out until too late in production. Trivia B. Originally, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone were in mind to play the lead roles. When John Woo was brought in to direct, he decided that Travolta and Nicolas Cage would be more suited to play the roles. And he was right! (laughs) Trivia C. The first real-life face transplant was accomplished in 2012 on Richard Norris, who accidentally shot himself in the face with a shotgun the same year that this movie came out. <laughs> wow. Wait, face transplant. I know I've seen face reconstruction stuff. Um, and I've seen a prosthetic face. You know, I'm... I'm I'm thinking C's the BS one. Wrong, 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 wrong. C is absolutely true. Uh. <laughs> this guy shot a. himself in the face, Dick Cheney style. 
<laughs> the lie is it, the lie is trivia A. The slash in the title was there on purpose, and even though they wanted him to remove it, he wouldn't because he thought he said people would think it was a hockey movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nick Cage. Face off. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. I'm gonna go back downstairs. Uh, bye, bye, Nick bye, Cage. Nick Cage. Bye, Nick. Thanks for coming again. All right, and now the last one, also me, because I have the last one here. So, Steph, this one, it worked out well that you guessed this one because the last movie is from 1985. It stars Faruza Balk. It is called Return to Oz. One of my favorites. I just watched this. (laughs) One of my favorites of all time. It's my top five. I watched this on Halloween. Yes. I made Brendan watch it for the first time. What did he think? That may be a problem for me. He enjoyed it. He enjoyed it. Uh, All right. Top five. Trivia A. The first film to use the Walt Disney Pictures logo with the rainbow going over the blue castle. Trivia B. Directorial debut of known editor Walter Murch. As of 2015, it remains the only film he ever directed. Trivia C. In Oz the Great and Powerful 2013, Bruce Campbell has a visible tattoo of Belina from Return to Oz. Um, I'm going to say A, because I feel like the credits are green. You're wrong. I feel that you need those uh, color corrective <laughs> glasses, because trivia A is true. The lie is is C. Bruce Campbell does not have a t- t- tattoo. I've never seen that movie. Neither so. have I, but I made up that lie, and I know Bruce Campbell's in it somewhere. <laughs> nice couple of worms here. Up a little hawk and those that was the game imdbs i hope you guys had fun playing it as much fun as we had crafting our lives that was a good time thank you very enjoyable i all right see ya i'm just you're you're in it for the long haul now um hey why don't we talk about some new 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 Trailers. Uh We have an Adele eight. Adele. We have an Adele eight. An Adele eight. Is it weird that every time you guys do these bits in my head, the music starts playing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's coming up. <laughs> yep. It will be there. Uh, All right. We have. Are, are, yeah. Do you usually? Now I'm confused. Do you usually say the thing and then I read the yeah? Yeah, I usually. I say, forgot our form. It's only been 102 episodes. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we are actually going to start off strong here. Uh, something that we all want very badly, and that is the book of Boba Fett. Yes. So, book of Boba Fett is a spin-off quotation marks of the Mandalorian, although it's really Boba Fett's long overdue yep. solo adventures, starring him and Ming-Na Wen as Fennec Shand from the Mandalorian. And a bunch of cool Twi'leks, one of them being Jennifer Beals. Uh, and we also have like a bunch of like gangsters and Tatooine stuff. And a really cool part in the trailer where Boba Fett's like, speak freely. What do you guys think? <laughs> uh, it looks awesome, of course. I'm really excited that Ming-Na Wen has a huge role. And as soon as I saw the hot Twi'leks, I said, oh, Nick's going to enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all. Go into Beatdown Boogie's YouTube channel. <laughs> Find that 2015 Beatdown Boogie oh long my God, video. You know which one of which is there in that white dress. That pink Twi'lek. Yep. That, that pink Twi'lek, white, yeah. That white corset. That pink Twi'lek. You find that video. You tell me that's not the greatest. 
<laughs> the greatest of all, all right, time. All right, all right. So, we, so gold women and then pink, and, uh, pink Twi'leks. Twi'leks. Gold women Twi'leks. and pink Twi'leks. He's a simple man. That's it for me. Yeah, so I'm a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. <laughs> I love Tamora Morrison. I, I could literally just watch that man in every movie. I yeah, love everyone him. from New Zealand is the best at everything. Yeah. This looks great. Can't it wait. It does. I was really excited to see a Bamar monk at the beginning. Uh, the little spider thing with the brain in the jar. Uh, first scene in Return of the Jedi, skittering past the door as C-3PO mm, walks in. Yes, yes. Uh, one of my favorite weird things from like the Star Wars mythos. Uh, I really like the that Boba Fett just looks like he's more reasonable. He's not going to be like Jabba throwing people in Rancor, Rancor pits, but he, like he says in the trailer, he wants to rule through respect. Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. You were all once captains under Jabba the Hutt. I'm here to make a proposal that's mutually beneficial. Why speak of conflict when cooperation can make us all rich? What prevents us all from killing you and taking what we want? If you had spoken such insolence to Jabba, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. Please speak freely. Looks awesome. It's great. I can't wait for this. Wait, wait it's it's the seedy underbelly of Star Wars that we like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. With all of the Boba Fett coolness directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yep. Uh, the next trailer we have here is Morbius, starring what's his face, Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, the plot of this is biochemist Michael Morbius tries to cure himself of a rare blood disease, but he inadvertently infects himself with a form of vampirism instead. Now, this is a Marvel character whom, had you asked me, Nick, are they going to make a solo movie of Morbius, the living vampire? (laughs) I would have said, it's weird enough that he was in the Spider-Man animated series to begin with. They're never going to make a movie with Morbius in it, let alone a solo film of Morbius. Now, this is a Sony Marvel movie. Uh, Michael Keaton is in it as Adrian Toomes, so it it does tie into the MCU. I was going to ask you if he was the same character. He is, yep. Now, uh, this would make a lot more sense had you guys seen uh, another movie that you haven't seen called Venom, Let There Be Carnage. (laughs) <laughs> and the post credit scene of that movie. But there will be time for that later. Now, I want to make a case for this movie. And uh, not that the movie itself is good, but it's good that it happened. And this is my case. Number one. In order to have Blade, we need to introduce vampires to the MCU. This is a way of doing that. Number two. Jared Leto will not play another Marvel character that matters now. <laughs> okay, true. your point number two, well, well done. <laughs> uh, point number one, there's a million different ways they could introduce vampires to the MCU. I don't know that this is the best way, although... Adri- Audrey Arjona is in this, and she's my Hollywood crush, and so... Yep. I'll, I, I still... I don't know that I'll see this in the theater. I don't... It's it's not Marvel Studios, so I like I have this mental block. I don't care. Venom: Let There Be Carnage is one of my favorite movies I've seen in the past five years, and that wasn't Marvel Studios. 
But you also really like the first Venom. I like the first Venom a lot, yes. But Venom Let There Be Carnage was much better. I just think Venom could be better if Marvel Studios made it. That only depends because now I he needs to be Tom Hardy. But you all, I can't talk about this because you haven't seen Venom Let There Be Carnage. <laughs> Uh, I would also like to point out that Jared Harris is in this movie. Yeah. I do love Jared Harris. Mm-hmm. But he's also in he's... Foundation, and that ain't that great. Yeah, but it's not that it's bad. It's just, it's it's dense. Foundation is very dense. It's not bad. No. Uh, Matt Smith is I also just... in this. I know. I love Matt Smith, too. I just really wish that Jared Leto would not be in things. <laughs> in uh, I wish that, I too. Agree. Uh, I agree. I <laughs> agree. Do you guys know I'm the greatest really tragedy of, of life? Uh, the the Blade Runner yeah, one? Neander Wallace yes. in, in Blade Runner 2049 was supposed to be David Bowie, the greatest human being that ever lived. And because he got sick, it became Jared Leto the worst. Wow. Yeah. It was like such a downgrade. Yeah. I mean, that movie's still amazing, but yeah. it would have been even better with, like a million times better with David Bowie in it instead. Would it have... Would it have killed me though if it was David Bowie? Would I have, would I have ascended to the fiftieth dead world? You may have, you may have. Uh, that's all I have to say on Morbius. I've made my case. Uh, now, now, yeah. now he can't be in the Fantastic Four because he's Morbius. We, that meanwhile, is the best point you could make about is. it. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is still free to be any character he wants. <laughs> like, we live in a dangerous world. It's true. Wait, is this a bad thing if? Uh, love it. Nick hates. Oh, okay. What's his face? Gotcha. Yeah. I just know. I know he's gonna. T- he's gonna do character I like. I know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> You've been rewarded too much with like Paul Rudd yeah. and some of your other casting. He can choices. feel it in the force. I've publicly come out against Joseph Gordon-Levitt so much that I'm not gonna be able to walk <laughs> it back. <laughs> um, the next movie we've got here is Station Eleven. This is an HBO miniseries, and the plot is survivors of a devastating flu pandemic uh, try to rebuild their lives after losing everything. You know, not anything we can relate to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, my, I, start, I had no idea what this was when I started watching it, and then I was like, oh, you know, I go to watch things to escape the world. Right. I really don't need that reminder. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that too, but then it said from the creator of Maniac. What's that? Oh, that's true. That was a, a really, that really a good, good series on Netflix with Jonah Hill and uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Oh. That was a good show. Uh, this movie stars Mackenzie Davis as <laughs> Emily Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> true. And a bunch of other people. I just wanted to make that dumb joke. <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks pretty good, although it's like I don't want to. I don't yeah. know if I want to be in pandemic world. Yeah, it looks good. I just don't want to think to about me, that this is, when I watch this. This is like the 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 COVID could have been worse movie, but I don't need yeah, yeah. I don't need I can imagine yeah. it being worse. I don't have to see a movie about it. Yes. Or the stand without the evil and good storyline. Yeah, yeah, or the stand on the on the CBS or the Paramount Plus app. <laughs> 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 to me, if you're going to watch a movie like this, just watch Love and Monsters. I still haven't watched that yet. I gotta watch that. I gotta see it. Have y'all seen that? I have not. Mm -hmm. Oh, you got it. It's really great. You gotta see it. It's on Hulu and Paramount Plus. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. So the next movie uh, that we have here is the second trailer for Moonfall. 
Yeah, I'm not going to read the plot here. It's a Roland Emmerich movie, The Moon's Falling on Earth. (laughs) (laughs) This is insane. Uh, Can can you think of anyone who's been more pigeonholed into a role than Roland Emmerich? I just really, I want to know, is that by choice or is that just by he just going with the flow? Well, Brad, you just watched Day After Tomorrow. How did that treat you? <laughs> I, you know, I'm I'm gonna say, unfortunately, this trailer kind of makes me want to watch this movie. So, yeah, me too. <laughs> I want I want to see I mean, this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love Patrick Wilson, so he's one of my faves. The cast, there's like a lot of fun people. Michael Pena is in it. Uh, yeah. Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. She's sometimes not great, but sometimes she's fun. Sam from Game of Thrones. Oh, Thrones yeah. Yeah, he was there. in it. Yeah. This, to me, this looks like a mix of the movie The Core and Armageddon. Armageddon. Yeah, definitely <laughs> some Armageddon in there. Armageddon. Like, why is there a space shuttle in this? Like, we were tired of the space shuttle. Probably because they needed a ship that was ready to roll. Well, they... I believe the moon was some sort of structure also. So there was like, they flew into the moon and there was like beams and stuff too. Yeah. yeah. Is the moon a spaceship with aliens in it? Is this yeah, what we're supposed be. to be thinking? It seemed like the moon was a spaceship. Yeah. With nanobots, <laughs> like cloud nanobot, clouds of nanobots. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's remnants from when uh, the Cylons died near Earth. <laughs> Is that true, Steph? No. <laughs> what if they find Optimus Prime and it's like a secret Transformers movie? Ooh. Then I will, I, I will jettison the DVD from the Xbox <laughs> into the trash. <laughs> what if it's what was happening uh, during the movie Melancholia, the action-packed uh, side plot, and they're trying to make the moon not fall on Earth? Then Lars von Trier has made some very, very strange career changes. <laughs> But I'm still going to be hanging out with Kirsten Dunst down in down in the bathtub. I think it's all Bruce Almighty's fault. Yeah, yeah. He's behind half the stuff that's happened in these trailers this week. <laughs> oh, what do you want, Mary? You want the moon? Oh, God, it's going to fall on us. It's a nanobots. How to fill with nanobots, yeah. The uh, moon's all full of robots. Hot dog. All right, so next one is 8-Bit Christmas, and this looks fun. In 1980s Chicago, a 10-year-old sets out on a quest to get the Christmas gift of his generation, the latest and greatest video game system, the Nintendo Entertainment System. I'm so excited they decided to do a movie about my childhood life. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) This is, uh, as Jess Jess said, that this movie is How I Met Your Mother's version of Jingle All the Way. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was thinking of when it was Neil Patrick Harris telling his kid a story. <laughs> we also have Steve Zahn in this movie. Steve Zahn? What was the yeah. last thing he was in? Uh, that White Lotus thing on HBO. Mm. Yeah. I remember that only because Alexandra Daddario's in it. Uh, this the, the script on this, I think, is going to be good. It seemed From the trailer, it seemed funny and good. I agree. Yeah, it looks cute. Um, Wholesome. There, so I'm hoping we can add this to the holiday rotation of like Christmas movies. Didn't we just talk about another movie that has potential to do this? Hawkeye. That's right. That's right. 
not the new uh, movie where there's three of them, the Royal something or whatever it is, uh, the Switch, Princess Switch. What is it called? The Princess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we covered the Princess Switch 3 last week. Yes, I, I yes. expect to see that in yes, a future yes. episode of your podcast. It'll, it'll happen when it comes out. Yes. I'll add it to Seeing the list. Seeing Triple. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this. It's coming out on HBO Max, so yeah, uh, it's an HBO Max movie. Yeah, so it's easy to watch. Uh, I'll watch this around yeah. Christmas. I watch a lot of Christmas movies around Christmas. And this is rated PG, so I'm gonna watch this with my kids. Good, be great. They'll they'll get to see what it was like back in the day when you had to wait for your Nintendo Entertainment Systems. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what is happening now when I can't get a PS5. Hey, <laughs> yes. Talk about that. I still don't have one. Me either. <laughs> I have one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Steph, what's the number one game you want to play on that PS5? Probably the Miles Morales. Yeah, Spooderman. I figured you were gonna say that. Mm-hmm. I have that one on disc. If if you guys want to borrow mine. If I ever get a PS5, yep. sure. Spe- <laughs> Someday. Yeah. Speaking of your discs, I still haven't watched Desert Strike yet. You gotta watch that so we can do a whole review segment about it for the for the, our imaginary Patreon supporters. Yep. Uh, all right so the next uh movie trailer we have here is the trailer two for house of gucci the plot of this one is when patrizia reggiani an outsider from humble beginnings marries into the gucci family her unbridled ambition begins to unravel their legacy and triggers a reckless spiral of betrayal decadence revenge and ultimately murder with a lady gaga (laughs) <laughs> Gaga Gucci movie. <laughs> Gucci coup. <laughs> the Gaga Goo Goo Gucci coup. Yeah. I know when you guys first talked about this, you weren't too stoked about it, but I love Gaga and I love Adam Driver, so I am excited for this. I gotta say, this trailer was good. Yeah, it was a really good yeah. trailer. It, it did what it's supposed to do, which is make me want to see it, which the first trailer did not do, but this one did yeah. do. And I don't have to look at Jared Leto the way Jared Leto intended, so I. <laughs> It's more bearable. Yeah, he's in like weird, like Ron Jeremy makeup. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. That's the only uh-huh. version of uh, Jared Leto I'm okay with. Exactly. This also got Selma Hayek in it. She was on Hot Ones today or this week. Uh, it was very, very Ooh. adorable. Yep. Jeremy Renner's going to be in the next one. Oh, I saw. excellent. Yeah. Speaking of Hot Ones, Speaking of um, I. Oh, he's going to be on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I took a dab of a hot sauce. It's one of the hottest in the world. Um, it was pretty hot. Jess informs me that I've <laughs> had that one and had no reaction to it. Are you no talking way. about the Apollo? Uh, this one's called The End. Oh, yeah. yeah it's got squ- Isn't that from Metal Gear Solid? I don't know. But it had Carolina Reapers, Scorpion Peppers, and uh, Ghost Peppers. Yeah, I've, I've been informed that I had this one and wrote it off. I'm a powered god of hot sauce okay well it, it did not last all that long that was probably the the saving grace of this one but one little dab on the tongue was like i was awake buddy let me tell you that yeah <laughs> yeah uh then we have a trailer here for stranger things season four how y'all feeling about stranger things um i mean i feel like it's never as good as it was in season one however I am very entertained how the fact that Will looks like he aged 20 years between <laughs> right. season three and season yeah. four. He looks like Dimitri Martin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm still in. I think this probably needs to be the last season. 
Um, let's go ahead yeah. and end it. But when you they're gonna become thirty. Oh uh, right, yeah. <laughs> but but Steph, you're exactly right. When you go back and watch season one, it is a masterpiece. It is so yeah. good. And and even though season three is good, it does not capture that mm-hmm. that same spirit and magic of season one. Yeah, season one's one of yeah. the best standalone seasons of anything. Agreed. It's so good. It, God, you go back and watch and you're just, you go, I forgot how good this was. Yeah. Brad, you a Stranger Things watcher? I am a Stranger Things watcher. And I um, I just have to say the message over the entire thing just leads me to believe that it's not going to be the greatest and best summer ever. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's going to be, no. <laughs> I'm excited to find out what's happening with David Harbour. I think we all his are. Character. Hopper. Yeah, yeah, we all want I think to he's he's becoming Red Guardian, I believe. Yeah, he's Russia. becoming Red Guardian, <laughs> definitely. It's a tie-in. <laughs> yeah, I love season one. I hated season two. Everybody did. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed... Uh, especially that one episode. I hated but, the entire yeah. thing of season two. I just hated it. Season three, I, I, I enjoyed. Season three was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked Brett Gelman and the Russian guy who looks like me. And Starcourt Mall. Starcourt Mall is great. Uh, I, I've told this before, yeah. but Jess told me that that guy looked like me, and I was like, no, he doesn't. N- knock it off. And then I was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw a picture of him, and I thought it was me. <laughs> <laughs> and then you dressed up like him at Dragon And then you cosplayed him. Yeah. yeah. I was like, well. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the Adele 8th trailer that we've got here is Elves. A, is this Scandinavian, Nick? Uh, this is Scandinavian. It's going to be on Netflix. Uh, it is, I believe, one of those northern Scandinavian countries, perhaps starting with an S. I don't know which one it is. It might be Norway. It might be Sweden. Um, yeah, so it says, A Christmas vacation turns into a nightmare for a teenager and her family when they discover an ancient menace that stalks their island to get away. This looks like, to me, the Mystery Science Theater movie Pod People. Yes. Okay. I was hoping that you guys would. <laughs> yes. Someone would agree with me. This looks like pod people. Also Scandinavian. Trumpy, you can do stupid things. Uh, also featuring weird <laughs> creatures in the woods. And also uh, a lot scarier than it should be. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the pod people's MSC gave me nightmares. It, like, oh, I definitely. Out. Yeah. That's a scary movie. Yeah. Um, this movie looks. The genre is like hard to place because it seems like it's a horror thing, but it also seems like a Christmas thing, and it also seems like it's funny. Yeah. There was, a, there was a point in the trailer where it like people were starting to freak out and it started to like kind of ramp up the scariness, but it was kind of cringy, and I was like, this does not look good. It's like the puppets are gonna kill us. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get funny from? The fact that they uh, ran over one. (laughs) 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 I I don't know. I thought it was funny that they ran over an elf. (laughs) They're more like trolls to me. I was like, shouldn't they call this trolls? You guys ever see Troll Hunter? Yes. That's the best found footage movie ever made. Yeah, that's a good one. I know you like like that that one. one. You can watch that on YouTube, I think. It was on Netflix for a while. Really good movie. Really good movie. Is that made in Sweden? Uh, it's Norway, <laughs> oh. and it's based off of a real news clip where the the 
the prime minister of Norway or whatever, the whoever president or whatever, said something about trolls. Like he's like, well, in Norway we have trolls, and he said it really nonchalantly. So the movie's based off of that, and there's like this Ron Swanson esque guy who is tasked with keeping the trolls under control and away from people and stuff. It's such a good movie. I don't know. I think it's Chucky the Garden Gnome Edition. <laughs> yeah, this is the. Go- <laughs> what was that Goosebumps? The the Revenge of the Garden Gnomes or Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes or something? Yeah, something yeah. like that. That's what this is. Was- Goosebumps, Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes. And there you have um, it. Without Ryan Gosling. Uh, well, that's all the new new trailers, and that brings us to what usually would be the trailer mailers. We did not ask any questions times last week. Yep. So uh, I didn't get any. So we didn't get any. But if you want to, if you want, you can still email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com. Or you can, can and should follow us on Instagram at trailerblazerspodcast. This is where I post the new episode and like questions times when we have them. We do not have one this week again because we played a game. Uh, if you want new episode updates, you can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers. Do not try and contact us there. I do not check the notifications. I never will. Uh, and if you're feeling extra generous, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, which is still the best way for the show to gain track. Oh, I should let Brad say that. Brad, yeah? if they want to rate and review us, what should they do? Oh, they should go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating because that is the best place for us to gain traction. And if you leave, a f- uh, leave us a five-star rating, Quick Mickey's here to tell you what'll happen. I thought I said you would. Go on there out the goodness of your heart. And leave the fox all running on there. And if you do that, I just, look, who these folks on this here podcast? I feel like I was on this other show with these fellas and hearing this lady here. Uh, some other podcast, and they look familiar, but I can't put my fingers on it. Like at one point I was doing something. And these people were there. I don't know if it's a dream or if it's one of those Mandela effects. You know what I'm talking about? You ever experienced that? So if you live that five-star ride and do it in real life and not was in a different universe, because it don't count. And that is a tip. Thank you, Quick Mickey, for that effervescent, reticulated, and resplendent tip, as always, for the Trailer Blazers. My name is Nick Kelly. And I live in constant fear that Joseph Gordon-Levitt will play Mr. Fantastic. Happy Trailsers. <laughs> and I'm Bradford Barth, and I'm a vengeful garden gnome. <laughs> Brad, that was mine. <laughs> 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 and I'm Stephanie Kretz, and Nicholas Cage is coming up my stairs right now. <laughs> he escaped Nick's basement. And I'm Ben Moon, and I'm a necessary evil to get to Blade. <laughs> Happy trailsers. <laughs> Happy trailsers. And welcome back to the Vid Yo Games. One quarter portion of the show folks we we have video game stuff to talk about just a bit a bit uh i started playing riders republic how are you liking it you know well what rating would i give it let me start there 
What is it is what I want to know. So Riders Republic's a, U- a Ubisoft game where you do like extreme sports like downhill mountain biking, snowboarding, mm. uh, wing glide. What do they call it? Wing diving, wing surfing. What do they, what do you call it when you have the wingsuit on? Wing, wing gliding. Diving. Yeah. Squirrel suits. Squirrel suits. Yeah. Um, you know, freestyle skiing, stuff like that. It is fun. It is not as good as I was hoping it was going to be. If I had to give it a rating, I'd, I'd give it like a 75, 80 out of a hunch. Um, it's fine. Um, it's a game I probably would have rather paid like 25, 30 bucks for instead of the full price. But, you know, it's fine. Um, do I regret buying it? I, it's fine. <laughs> I'd Sounds say, like it's fine. Yeah, wait till it goes down in price if you really want to play it. Well, I've I purchased also at full price the uh, Square Enix Guardians of the Galaxy RPG. I've played the first two chapters. Uh, it is really good. It plays like Mass Effect a little. Uh, so the controls are really nice. The movement is nice. The dialogue options are good. Uh, I like the... It sort of has like a telltale system where people will remember how you treat them in certain situations and that will in- impact future things. I like the... Uh, art, the graphics, the facial animation is so good that it has to be motion capture. But yeah, it's really good. I'm going to keep playing that. So, loving Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, st- hey, Steph, what you playing? So many things. Because <laughs> I've been off all week, so, so many things. Um, Overwatch as usual. My my friends and I always get together in the evenings and play Overwatch for a couple hours. Um, Animal Crossing got a new update, so I've been all about that, and that's been a lot of fun with the new stuff. I haven't got the DLC yet, the Happy Home Academy or whatever it's called, (laughs) but all the other stuff is a lot of fun. And then um, I finally streamed again for the first time in like three months, and I beat Final Fantasy VIII for the millionth time, so that was also fun. What's your stream? How do people find your streams? Oh, uh twitch.tv slash Steph plus verb. We'll put that in the show notes for you. <laughs> Thanks. And um, I have also downloaded critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy 14 because it has a free trial up to level 60. And a lot of people have been harassing me to play it. So I finally downloaded it yesterday on my brand spanking new PC and have done a little bit of that. I've not very familiar with MMORPGs, and there's a lot of things going on on the menu, so I'm a little overwhelmed by that currently. Did you? What did you? Get, what kind of video card did you get? Uh, you know, uh, something. I don't know. <laughs> I got a pre-build actually. Oh, okay. Um, but it was uh, according to Brandon, who is like my little IT boy. He <laughs> he said it was very good. That's so. Good. So I can stream and play at the same time, which is nice. Um. Yeah, that's that's it, I think. Yeah. Hey, Brad, what's your plan? As always, I'm just playing League of Legends because I'm boring. <laughs> but I'm more interested <laughs> in this Final Fantasy XIV up to level 60. Do you, like, level fast? Yeah. I don't know. I've played through the tutorial and, like, the first couple quests, and I think I'm, like, level 3. And I've played for, like, two or three hours so far. Wow, because so. I'm, like, thinking back to when I played World of Warcraft. Getting to 60 was, like, a, a year. <laughs> yeah, well, I think there's also, like, a new special thing coming out called Endwalker in, like, a week or something that everyone's talking about. And I think you have to upgrade to the full version to get, like, the rest of the story and all that stuff. So, 
cool. But it's cool. I made a cute cat girl person. Chopped up some squirrels <laughs> with my lance. <laughs> what kind of game is this? You're it's always cat. fighting rats and rodents when you first start out. Uh-huh. It's the cat predator game. Uh-huh. Uh, well, that's what we've done been playing. Uh, I don't really have any industry news other than you still can't buy a PS5 anywhere. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's some guy I follow on Twitter that, like, lets people know when there's releases and he's usually helps people get them that's how we found our, some of ours that for people that i know was the ps5 yeah. stock alerts yeah i haven't been in a position to be able to get one like financially so now i can so i'm gonna keep an eye out for that in the next couple i kind of want to get one because of this first trailer do it <laughs> yeah so the first trailer here is the gran turismo 7 and it do be looking nice. Car games, their job is to have the best graphics. And this is delivering. Yeah. My question is, are Toyota cars going to be in this? Because famously, Toyota does not let their cars be in uh, like the um, uh, the Forza games. And so I wonder, did they somehow let get the license from Toyota on this? Who, I, well, time shall tell. I've played Grand. Well, I have Gran Turismo Four, and Toyota cars are in Gran Turismo Four. So maybe Gran Turismo has a lock on Toyota. That could be. Yeah, it could be. Can't wait to to play in the Prius C that we have as our regular car. <laughs> it, it sounds like a. It sounds like you put a rocket on a roller skate when you're getting on the expressway. <laughs> I just I want to race in a uh, the Gen Two Super, the A60 model. Um, I love that car. I want to drive it. In your simulator? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And does your simulator have force feedback? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, okay. I have a direct drive wheel now. Did we talk nice. about this? The, my new wheel came in, or the new wheelbase came in. It's a direct drive wheelbase. Uh, I, I know we've talked about it personally, and I can't separate that from the podcast. I don't uh, think you have talked about it on the podcast. Okay. Well... Let me just go ahead and tell you guys. The Fanatec CSL direct drive wheel with the 180 NN like booster thing or whatever, it is incredible. I mean, it'll flip you in the seat like a wrestler. It is so strong. Um, it's This is my first experience with a direct drive wheel, and it is... It feels awesome. Like it, the way it shakes and fights you, it's it's so good, especially on a Seto Corsa, which I have found is much more realistic than Forza when it comes to the simulator. A Seto Corsa really is a simulator, um, so it is worth every penny that I paid for it, and uh, it is so much fun. It does look fun. Yeah, and I want to play this, but I have to. I don't have a PS5 to play it, so boo. We need one. We need. And then I want to come visit you and play in your simulator. Oh, you should. Because <laughs> I bought the Logic, I think it was a Logitech for the PS2, which is what I played GT4 on. And uh, it's definitely different than using a controller because when I was shooting around, uh, what's that huge track they used to do a lot of testing on out in Germany? Germany? Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the Nurburgring. Yeah. I was doing that in my... I had gotten the Ford F40 Ooh. and uh, swinging around the track. And when you have a force feedback wheel and you lose traction, 
you're like i can't do anything the wheel just goes <laughs> totally loose oh, you yeah. can turn it every which way and there you are sliding into a wall yeah 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 nurburgring's nurburgring green can be tough uh especially if it's like wet yep wasn't the wasn't that the name of the anime that steph watched before she gone <laughs> Sorry, I had to close my door a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Violet, 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 Ever, Violet Nurburgring. Violet Nurburgring. <laughs> Violet Nurburgring. Yep. Um, the other only trailer, the the only other trailer that we have here is Dawn of the Monsters. And this is, is this like a fighting beat-em-up type game? It's a little a kaiju brawler game. Brawler? Looks like it would just be a fun uh in like in-person multiplayer game that you play with people in a room yeah uh we got some cool art some cool monster designs like giant robots and like kind of pacific Rimmy godzilla monster designs so just this seems like it would be fun if you had like four people yeah pacific Rimmy. yeah the art was cool yeah, yeah. Uh, i did like the art too um i'm surprised there's not more video game trailers this close to christmas yeah, I couldn't find any that were of any interest to me personally. Uh, I know Battlefield 2042 is uh, coming out. Is it the end of this month, maybe? I thought it was November, because wasn't everything yeah. November? I feel like it was, yeah. yeah. Halo comes out December 5th, I think. Mm. The new Halo. So it's probably not the same day as that, because they'll be competing. Yeah. Do any of us have an X? I just know because there's a countdown from Brendan from where he will disappear from uh, me. Forever. Oh, he's got, a, he's got a Series X or a Series S? Uh, no, he's just going to use his regular Xbox for Halo. But I think Jess is going to try and get a Series S because they were putting things out for them at Costco. Mm. And she wants that for uh, some Jess-type Xbox games. I didn't see that at my Costco. Hmm, well, that's only for... Uh, secret Costco's in the north. <laughs> secret North Costco's. Yeah. We whisper. You must venture. It is a secret. It is a tiny secret for the northern people. <laughs> that's really it for video games. <laughs> yeah. That's, you got anything else? Uh, not a thing. No, watch Arcane. Yeah, we'll probably go watch Arcane. <laughs> it's like a video game, but yes. not really. Well, barring that, uh, I think that you guys, who, if you enjoyed this episode, should check out Seeing Double Podcast with Steph and Brad. It is a very good podcast, especially if they didn't like the thing that they watched. It becomes tremendously funny. <laughs> uh, and you can follow them. What are, you, what are your guys' socials you want to plug? Go ahead, Steph. Uh, I mean, you can find me on all the things, Instagram, Twitter, etc., uh, at Twitch, at Steph plus Verb. And I th- most of mine are all at Brad Barth, right? That seems. I think that's what your Instagram is. I think so. Yeah, I can't remember if my Twitter's at Brad Barth though. You might be Bradford Barth on Twitter. Maybe I don't know. I can't remember. I use my <laughs> socials all the time. He doesn't. It's a fact. <laughs> that is a lie. Right. All right. He does a bold, a bold yeah. face. I'm sorry. Bald, I should have done that differently. Uh, bald faced. <laughs> <laughs> Hint A, Brad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Trivia A, Brad uses his social media. <laughs> All right, well, for the trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I must be mocap because my facial animation is so realistic. Happy trailers. And I'm Ben Moon, and you can catch me on the Violet Nurburgring. <laughs> Happy trailers. <laughs>
<laughs> and I'm Stephanie Kretz from Seeing Double Podcasts, and I am a bold-faced liar. And I'm Bradford Barth from Seeing Double Podcast, and I'm a kaiju. Happy trailsers. Happy trailsers. Megaton.